Welcome everyone, we're about to begin with Hashem BPM number 46, it's Bayez Panimi Shir for Men, Shir number 46. Uh, the last two Shirim, we were talking about um, burning those ships that are escape fantasies that we discussed at length. The last one of those ships, of those escaping reality, um, and to escape your obligations and what's important in your marriage and in your family is you yourself. Um, you take yourself off the hook. Even if you don't have another woman that you're fantasizing about necessarily, but you have other types of escape routes that are putting you, pushing you away, running away from the connection that you need to have and that you know you, you want to have with your wife and with your children. Now that ship could be your work, it could be sports, it could even be learning, believe it or not. If you're running away towards the learning, but and 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 you know you're running away the whole night to a night seder, very often that happens also because you want to escape what's going on in your house, or you're escaping the energy it takes and the importance it is to interact with your wife when she needs it. So that this is something to be very careful on, where you may think something is actually is a mitzvah, when in the fact is it's the opposite of that. That's why people need hadracha with this. So it's very, very important to this. The bottom line is, is what we said in the last few shiurim, is you need to make your wife the single source of this quote-unquote healthy romance, that your marriage is the primary primary focus of your attention, primary focus of your energy beyond everything else. And that is something that is not easy to do, but it's a very important side. We're going to go to the next step for husbands, what they need to do in order to heal their marriages and to create that shalom bias that they are craving for, that they really need. And it takes hard work. And one of them, one of those kisaydas is to drop your expectations. What one does as a husband is they create expectations for their wives. And not only has she not met them, she's tired of trying. She's done feeling like a failure. And your only hope is, is to drop your expectations, all of them, and love her the way she is. Now again, like we said in the Agdam of these series of Shiurim, if you really, really believe that there is a, some type of emotional abuse taking ba- place for real, you ask advice from a professional or go to couples counseling together to assess it. Um, and in, if, if there is really a serious issue there, then you'll know about it and you'll know how to con- how to deal with it. But like we said many times, 90% of the time plus, it's simple, regular character flaws that one can learn to, to deal with and work with. This concept of husbands believing that they married the wrong woman because of normal, healthy, um, common marriage situations that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made in Kamat, all marriages, that we have an unrealistic expectation of what it is. So therefore, we make this assumption that we marry the wrong person. Um, that she's not romantic enough, or she's not spontaneous enough, or she's not enough fun, and I expect it to, to that it should be fun being with her, 
or um, she didn't want to go anywhere or she didn't want to do anything or all she cares about is the kids or how the house is decorated and we've grown apart, quote-unquote, like people say. And very often, if we look ourselves in the mirror, we'll see that there's a lot of selfishness that's coming from ourselves as husbands, being self-absorbed and our ego is kicking in and we're really not paying attention to the truth of what's really going on in our marriage, which is basically our un- lack of willingness to invest our time and energy and love towards our wives. And one of those ways that we really hurt our wives is we put these expectations on our wives, and she, of course, didn't meet them. And you don't even realize you're doing this a lot of time. And you're creating a win-lose situation, meaning that if she did what you expected her to do, then you're happy. Or at the very least, you're not unhappy. But if she didn't measure up, then you weren't happy. And you let her know that. Sometimes you let her know that verbally. Sometimes you didn't let her know that non-verbally. Sometimes you use the silent treatment. Sometimes it's a smirk. Sometimes it's the rolling of the eyes. Sometimes you look away or down. And she's smart, and she's sensitive, and she knows when she didn't measure up in your eyes. And believe it or not, she really truly wants to, or wanted to at some some point, but never could. And after a while, she gave up. Very often when you see a distance coming from your wife, where she's looking at, like, creating a distance from you, or not paying attention to you, is because she tried many, many times, and she was hurt by you, and so she withdrew. And she gave up that expectation. You may not realize it, but you need to explore that that is a real distinct possibility of what is indeed taking place and what happened. And what you do is, is you start building a case against your wife. You don't even realize you're doing this. You start building up a case to justify yourself for this distance, not taking your own responsibility for it and saying, you know, that she didn't do this, she didn't do that. Uh, she doesn't, um, if she, if it only, if she would only be like someone else that I know at work or somewhere else, it would be much better. All of these things and anxiety, you feel anxiety when there's these unmet expectations. And that is an interesting concept that your anxiety about your wife and your marriage is coming from your unmet expectations. So what happens is this anxiety about it turns often later into anger and your expectations have become demands and you become more impatient and more intolerant and more and less loving towards your wife and your words and demeanor very often could be downright mean. We don't even realize we're doing that. And we use our anger to justify doing what, 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 you know, what we feel we, we want to do. And we justify our own bad behaviors based on this anger. In other words, you say to your wife, since you cared so little about me and my needs, I will find someone else who will. Anger towards a person says, you owe me. And since you owe me and you're not in the mood to pay me and to give me what I want, I'll find somebody else or I'll find something else that will. You're giving yourself permission to do things that can blow up your marriage, all because your wife isn't meeting the expectation that you created for her. And it may be expectations, frankly, that she may or may not 
even know about. She may not even be aware. It was never articulated. You just make that assumption in your mind. And if we think deeply into ourselves, what right do we have to decide what another person should or shouldn't do? Even our own wives. What gives us the authority to set up this pass-fail system standards for our wife? In our own mind, we make our own subjective opinion that if she goes up to this particular bar of performance of whatever it is as a wife, she passes or, or, or she fails. She gets an F or a C minus, a B plus, a B minus, an A plus, an A minus, and so on and so forth. These grades of you, the evaluation of your wife's, uh, uh, you know, to, towards you, that is totally subjective based on your own ego and self-interest very often. And who says that, where did you get the idea that her vision of what she's supposed to be or do or to be like is the correct is the correct way. Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows every neshama their potential of what they are to accomplish and what brings out the best from them. And are you so sure that you truly know and understand your wife and what's best and the poss- the best that she could become? Your vision of what you think she's supposed to be could be very very warped and very different to what Hakadosh Baruch Hu believes the ideal of what she's supposed to be. And we need to develop that humility and to recognize that we very often do not know or understand our wives or don't realize their full potential and we don't realize how precious they are in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that is why if your, your marriage is going through trouble and you know and you, you, you spoke to whoever you spoke to on, on a professional basis and you realize your wife is indeed a good person. We're not dealing with the 8%, 5%, or whatever percent it is where there is toxic type of abuse, but it's really just a personality type that really needs work on, which is fine. Then what's very important is to drop your expectations, eliminate them completely, because these expectations is the, op- is the opposite. It's an enemy of intimacy. And when you put expectations on your wife, it creates a tremendous pressure on her and you don't even realize it. But when you stop putting those expectations on your wife, you will see things change. You'll be astounding after a while when you see, when you're not, you you drop your expectation and don't expect anything. And then you will see when she does reciprocate on certain things, you'll appreciate it and you'll value it very, very much. But when you first decide that you're going to accept your wife as she is, regardless of how you wished she were was, ideally in your head. It's a decision you need to make. It's a decision every husband needs to make to decide that they're going to accept their wife and not base their wife, the view on their wife, on what their ideal or whatever is in their head the ideal should be. And you make that decision. You can accept that your wife as she is. And you make that decision every day, again and again and again. And you may make a mistake, so you bounce back. You'll ask forgiveness. You, you may mess up. And you'll ask forgiveness again, sincerely, and you keep on trying. You need to pledge to yourself and say to yourself, my wife is more important than the house being messy. And I will be quiet when the house is messy. And if anything, at the very, I could actually start helping out in the house so it should be less messy and not look and have these unrealistic expectations. 
I, I will no, no longer criticize my wife about how she uses her time. And I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful that my wife cares for our children. And I will thank her for taking care of the children. And I will encourage her. And I'll never allow myself to be jealous again. Very often it's fascinating where husbands are jealous of their own wives because they're paying more attention to their children. Now we had other shiurim about this concept, about how a couple has to be very careful as much as they invest time and energy and love into their children. They need to really show a love and attention to each other in a very strong way. But the idea being is you need to remove any type of jealousy. This happens, and this is a big yesayed, I want to say. This causes a lot of agmas nefesh in many families. So it's important to know how to combat this. Very often it goes both ways, but we're, we're, gonna, we're talking to the men now. Very often you know you have some children, Baruch Hashem, you have, you have good children, and you are close with some of them, and some of them you are less close with, for whatever the reason may be. And then you'll find that there's a son of yours, a daughter of yours, or maybe a few children that you have, that it's very clear that they gravitate more towards their mother, towards your wife, less so to yourself. And they are very close, and you have a certain distance. Now, when that happens, it's very, very important, and you're going to see it, it may hurt you a little bit. You wish you could have that close relationship with your son and your daughter like your wife does with them. But we need to understand and realize that we have to remove any type of unhealthy jealousy in that aspect, and the reverse should be. You, if you truly, truly love your child, then you need to accept and realize, Baruch Hashem, I have a child that's so close to my wife, that's so close to their mother, in a healthy way. That's a tremendous bracha. I, that isn't, I wish I could be closer to my son or daughter. First of all, I could work on it. But a lot of times you need to realize it's really a personality difference type of thing. Sometimes you have a child that's more similar to that tchunas nefesh of, of their mother more than yourself. And that's why it's not that they love you any less or anything like that, but it's more that that's their personality. So this idea also of dropping that expectation, I will, I will be letting go of any resentment I may have of some of our children being closer to my wife than they are to me, and let it go. And also to never criticize her when she wants to be with you versus, you know, going out with friends. Meaning you want to also go go away, do different things, and she wants you around, she wants your company. You need to thank her and appreciate her. That's really a healthy sentiment. And also you need to recognize when she gets tired and drop all those unhealthy demands especially when she's tired, and to give her the space that she needs. And don't take it personally when she's tired. Realize she's worn out, and that's understandable. You will look at the good in your wife's appearance. And if I can't say something nice, I won't say anything at all. You don't comment on your wife's weight, and you love and accept her regardless. That, believe it or not, that acceptance long-term creates a motivation for her to want to look better and to take care of herself more. But that's a separate discussion for a separate share. Make sure not to say anything negative about your wife, even in a joking way, especially not in front of another person. 
and never bring up your wife's performance in earlier parts of her life. In other words, things that she's uncomfortable uh, with of her past, you don't bring it up. Healthy physical intimacy also. You need to let go of unrealistic expectations when it comes to the sexual aspects between you and your wife. And always, you daven Hashem, there's room always to get better, room for improvement, work, room to work together in this area. And you love her regardless. And you, you work towards those differences in drives. And you are patient with her. And you love her. If she has a stronger desire for, for sexual intimacy than you do, you do your best to accommodate her, even if you feel it less. That's not stereotypical. Generally, it's the other way around, where you have it more an interest than she does, then you learn how to balance it healthily without pressure and to work on it together, but with respect and with love and with consideration. And what's important is, as you're dropping these unhealthy expectations, you listen to your own words and thoughts, pay attention to what you're thinking, pay attention to what you're saying, because when you say certain words to your wife, it subtly is communicating an expectation that you're expecting some unrealistic or not fair expectation out of her. So be very careful to be recognize that and be careful with that. Very often in the beginning, as you're going through this process of the shiurim or what we're talking about, you'll have to hold back your tongue. You'll have to hold back your tongue when, you know, she may say something insensitive and you need to understand like we always like we say there's a famous saying a journey of a thousand miles begins with one single step and that is the first step you hold your tongue and you try to change your attitude about marriage you change your attitude about your feelings to your wife and this is it's a famous book that came out um called don't sweat the small stuff this is all small stuff we need to understand that if we let go of these small stuff, that we blow up in our mind like it's a big deal, and we let go and we're mevater, and we look at the positive and not the negative, and this creates a tremendous healing. So this is a tremendous lesson in this year, last few shirim about burning bridges of unhealthy escapes, and this year, which is extremely important, is to drop expectations of your wife and love her unconditionally and work with her we talk about loving unconditionally doesn't mean uh, literally uh, uh, without any responsibility whatsoever obviously there are times where you learn how to communicate with each other in a mental way about disagreements but overall you drop that unhealthy expectation and then you see and you'll start experiencing tremendous joy in your lives together. Brachanat